Hey guys, so today Twitter will be um, shorting all links um, posted on Twitter to the t.co Twitter URL shortener that Twitter has. Um, previously, they only shortened it when they uh, when they, when there was long links. Now it will shorten all links, irregardless of how long the link is. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. <laughs> and... Welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. Oh, my wonderful listening audience, uh, listening through uh, Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com, and of course through my website, MarkScalia.com, shameless promotion, but what the fuck? Um, I have been looking forward to doing this show, and of course, just like everything, um, I waited till last minute to do shit. <laughs> So here's what we're going to do. We are going to stop real quick and right off the bat with a Happening Now monologue. Let's do it. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? Past it. When? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Yes. Jay Soon. Oh, Jay. Hey, we got some. Uh, oh, Jason's there. So first, uh, as always, let me welcome our listening audience. Uh, Jay Valatka, uh, Brennan Millette, uh, Christopher Anthony, my brother, Karen, my wife, <laughs> Kim Santo, and Jason Body uh, with uh, just hanging out uh, in Vermont. And uh, oh, yes, by the way, Kim, you are drinking a wine, an organic French uh, Coteron. Cotes de Rhone, whatever that is. I am drinking as well. Listen. I don't know if you can hear. Here. I'm swishing it around in the glass. This is, um, uh, what's the one with the kangaroo on it? Um, I don't know. There's one with a kangaroo on it. Um, so uh, there's a little leftover wine. I had some for dinner. Yeah, we're all be drinking. Yeah. Oh, we, this is not the drinking show. In a couple of weeks, we're doing the yellowtail. That's it. I'm, and I'm drinking yellowtail. Uh, it's very good. And I opened it. It was a big bottle, the big jug, as they say. Uh, not as good as uh, Jason's wine, I will say that. Um, but I never know because we drink so much of it; it all tastes good. But welcome to the happening now monologue. <laughs> that was a around the corner. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. Um, it's been uh, <laughs> it's my God. It seems I just just rebroadcast last year's show. Um, we've been uh, getting miles of snow. And dozens of acres and hundreds of fucking snowflakes. Um, and this just, it's its goddamn ridiculous. It just is. And there's just so much, so much snow. And 
We got a little today, but they, you know, it was a dusting. It's just fine. I don't care. It's a dusting, and you're not going to bother me. A little, a little dusting isn't going to bother anybody. They're going to certainly not bother me. I don't care. But the weather people are losing their shit. They just all the time. Oh, another snowstorm. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. And or two. Oh, some more snow. <laughs> it's fucking snow. It happens, and. Of course, I've made no bones about this. Um, I suffer from seasonal depression. And of course, the fucking snow's making it even better. But my lovely bride, um, I talked to her and she's very, she's into a lot of holistic um, uh, Eastern philosophies and medicines and things like that. And she wanted to help me. So she bought me a light bulb. <laughs> that, eh, thanks for playing. Now, she bought me a light bulb. Um, and the light bulb is one of these, it's a uh, special uh, light. So it, it's more like sunlight. And I feel like fucking Superman. Like I'm under it. I feel like, you know, I'm just like, I'm just like the only place is I'm just underneath. Yeah. There's no, <laughs> you get, I, I, I could build an igloo, Jay, by the way, but I'm like huddling underneath the light. Like, uh, like I'm homeless and I'm smoking by a dumpster. It's like that kind of thing. She also got me some uh, liquid to drink, and I don't know what's in it, but it's good. And it's not its not alcoholic. I wish it was. And I take a pill every morning, a happy pill. I have happy pill and happy drinks. I'm only allowed a tablespoon of the happy juice, though. She says, yeah, I can't have too much because I'll get too happy. And you guys know me. And for those of you who don't know me, it's impossible for me to be more happy. I set my level, and it doesn't fucking move. Um, St. John's wart. I won't take anything like that. That's weird to me. Why would you ingest warts? That's my thing. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, uh, I was going to play a game with you guys, but, um, I, I don't know if I'm going to, um, because no, I, <laughs> here's what I will do. Um, this is special. I worked on this today. Um, you might've noticed that when we first start the, um, you lick toads for more warts. <laughs> Fucking Jay. Um, you might have noticed that uh, we we uh, we do the bumper music. We always do the bumper music, and I don't know. Again, I don't know why I say we all the time. I play the bumper music because I kind of I do it's I do it as a sound check, and it doesn't go out for the real when the shows are archived and they become podcasts. And by the way, if you do want to listen to some of the archived shows, you can just subscribe through iTunes. You just type in Radio Irregardless. And they come up, and you subscribe, and it's F R E E fucking free, baby, and you can listen to all the fun and download them because I need my stats to go up. Because if I get more popular, um, John Stewart apparently is leaving the show, Daily Show. So, uh, but I wanted to play this for you guys. Um, th- I worked in this today, and I think it's very suitable for everything we would deal with. So, enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. What the fuck? Yeah. No, no, no. It's snow. Several inches on the house tonight. Sweep the porch and steps and it'll be fine. All this snow is make me lose my mind. I just want to see it. Stop it. In the house, just woke up, looking out the window, snow's on top. Non-stop blue lights on the spot, gotta move my car off the block. 
Where to park? I got to know. Tight spots, cool temps, cause I got to go. Half an inch, then some more. Run with stop? I got to know. Snow! I'm slipping on the streets like Drano. I got nowhere to park, cause the garage is a no-go. I gotta park! Yeah, that's the deal, and I'm left with put a chair in the spot where my car was just resting. Hey, get your shovels out the house tonight. Tire spinning, it's a real bad grind. And the weathermen, they lose their minds. We just want to see it. Every day I'm shoveling. Shoveling, shoveling. Step up fast. The first kid with the shovel earns some cash. I'm losing money, but don't be mad. Now, kids, snow is bad. One more stone for us. Another round. Please fill up my cup. Don't mess around. We just want to see you shovel now. Now you want to be you shoveling now. Get up, bend down. Lift that snow up off the ground. Get up, bend down. Lift that snow up off the ground. Get up, bend down. Lift that snow up off the ground. Lift that snow up off the ground. Lift that snow up off the ground. Get up, 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 get up. Lift that snow up off the ground. Lift that snow up, lift that snow up, lift that snow up, lift that snow up. We're getting more snow tonight. Do I look like I'm having a good time? We're all gonna fucking lose our minds. Everybody, it's winter time. Oh no! Oh no! It's not snowing again. Fuck that! Every day I'm shoveling. Clean your car off. Really, clean off your fucking car. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. Uh, <laughs> so that was, I was decided to have some fun. I gotta do something now, don't I? <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, that was a lot of fun putting together. And, uh, it, I just I was thinking of it, and a lot of people have the world premiere. It was, and that's the two. That's the short version. Um, I cut it down because Karen thought it was uh, too long. Um, the full version is much. It's the same length as the song, and it's uh, thank you. I thought it was funny. Uh, I appreciate you guys uh, appreciating me, uh, which was funny. <laughs> so, because we have been shoveling, that's all we've been doing, and. I, again, a lot of people have done the uh, every day I'm shoveling and they went out and they use the exact same song and then they shovel and they have video of them shoveling and that's it. But nobody's actually done a true parody song. So what I'm going to do is, uh, I yes, his <laughs> party rock's going to sue my ass. Yeah, I'm going to, they're going to lose your house. They're going to make you lose. No, they won't. No, they won't. It's a parody. You can't get in trouble for a parody. You, you really can't. Uh, sung the music. I don't know what that means. Sug? Sug? Sung to music? Oh, my God. You know, I'm drinking, but never mind. They can't find the house. <laughs> no no one's going to find the fucking house in all this snow. It is. It's buried in snow. So um, that's what we got going on. So uh, I just wanted to play that for you guys. I had a lot of fun working on it. 
Hopefully you guys had a lot of fun uh, listening to it. And uh, we're running a little early. I'm, again, I'm trying to keep the show uh, really tight. I did not change. Uh, I did not change the bumpers from last week because I started doing everything last minute. But uh, when we come back, we are gonna uh, get a chance, or you guys are gonna get a chance to meet my uh, wonderful, funny, funny guest, uh, Shrilatha Rama uh, the Rajamani. That's it. I always I'm gonna pronounce it completely wrong. It's Shrilatha Rajamani. And uh, you guys are going to get a chance to meet her and uh, her very, very funny comedy styles. When we come back, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. Are you seasonally depressed? If so, CSUN Depressitol may be right for you. Millions are already taking CSUN Depressitol. Some people have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, anxiety, anger, constipation, excessive gas, and vomiting. If taking C-Sun Depressitol has any of the aforementioned effects, stop taking it immediately. Get on a plane. Yell at strangers. Good luck. It's going to be a long one. Hey, you. This is Steve Halligan, and you are listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. For some reason, I don't even know why, I am sitting in my car on a bridge contemplating if I should jump, I'm going to listen to the show, and if it keeps depressing me the way that it is, I'll jump, but you should enjoy yourself. And you're back at Radio Air Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and joining me via Skype is our amazing, funny... I'm just doing some things. I'm trying to find where I put the fucking bumper. Hold on. Don't say anything when I put it. Oh, my wonderful guest uh, joining me via Skype, Shrilatha Ram Rajamani. There we go. Say hi to my listening audience, would you? Uh, hi, Mark. Uh, you hi, go. listening audience. That's me. <laughs> yes. I, I got good clapping this time. It's They love you. They are... They, they're like freaking out. This is like the best. So, wow. Yeah. I'm I newly just, honored. You just, <laughs> I just downloaded it like 10 minutes ago. I know it. I, I have an app for that as well. You have, see, I don't know. See, I was going to do that, but my app, you're, I'm using my phone to Skype and then my computer to do everything else and then the mixer. I'm, I need three other hands. But enough about me. Tell my listening audience about you. How are you? I'm nice and warm. I'm indoors. Um, nice and warm. <laughs> and and pronounce your name because I I might still be messing it up. Sri Lata Rajamani. That's it. Okay, so I yeah. I wasn't too bad. Some of your no, intro, some all. of the intros I because I was online I was looking at some of the videos. Some of the intros were <laughs> I'm like my God, people have mispronounced my name, but not not that bad. So <laughs> yeah, I blame my parents for that. For the- it's all their fault. <laughs> Yeah, they should have not, you know, given birth to me in India. I should have probably not had Indian parents. I don't know. Well, it's, <laughs> I don't think you could choose. So you, you're Indian, so I'll let my listening audience. You're, you're Indian. And were you born in India? Born and raised in India. I went to school and undergrad college in India as well. And how long have you been in the United States? Um, wow. Uh, over, like... <laughs> 15, 16 years. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, you must have paperwork somewhere lying around. Just 
Ah, yes, I'm not illegal. I promise no. <laughs> you. I promise you so much. Look, I'm this, totally legal. Look, I've been here for a long time, and they are not chasing anybody out, especially out of Massachusetts. It ain't just going to happen. And the yeah. one thing we, we always stay away from is politics, sexuality, and religion, which we're about to enter. <laughs> there goes most of my material. There you go. No, that's fine. And anything goes. We're on the internet, and the FCC has got a lot of rules, but they don't they don't apply to me. I'm better than that. So, so how did you? Now you do stand up, and how long have you been doing stand up? Only in um, <laughs> one of my listeners just said that leaves computers. That's no, we're not going to talk about anything else. Um, now, have you been? Did you do stand up in only here, or did you do it in India as well? Um, no, I was actually um, hiding my light under a bushel in India. Um, frankly, it was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that. I don't know what that person. means. I don't know what that means at all. Oh, okay. Uh, I have a very old phrasing in my. I, I oh. went to a British uh, kind of convent school, and my phrasing is all kind of old-fashioned a lot of times. No. I apologize for that. No, no, no. So, what was the, the hiding your light under a bushel? Yeah, it's. I think it's from the Bible. I'm not sure. Oh my God! Let's not. <laughs> We're gonna get in so much trouble. I, I was not. I, I was not a very uh, talkative person in India, um, and uh, I think uh, after moving here, um, you know, and and there's it's just a lot more interesting. Uh, so many things to talk about, and I guess I'm an exotic over here, and I'm kind of normal in India, so I probably wouldn't be. <laughs> really? What What do you mean? You're an exotic? You mean because you're Indian? I'm just. I'm like I'm kidding, but I, when I've been to some places like in, in New Hampshire and all, um, oh, well, f- oh fuck that! Like, I mean, I'm exotic in New Hampshire. <laughs> I am exotic in New Hampshire. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I think I like that. Like they can't figure you out. They look at you and they're like, ah, she's not black, but she's not really. I don't know what she is. She Mexican? <laughs> can't put yeah, I think right. once. Um, my my job when I was, I I lived in North Carolina for a few years uh, before that I was in California. Okay. Um, California, I was like everyone is like very you know people from different cultures. I really didn't stand out. Um, in North Carolina, um, <laughs> when I was working, like the first week of work, there was like a, an office lunch, and the admin lady um, who came to take in lunch orders, she actually asked me, "What do your kind of people eat?" <laughs> Yeah. And did you said did you did you answer with I eat your kind of people? <laughs> yeah, I, I was like I'm, I'm a vegetarian. Oh my um, god. So she said she put me down for chicken <laughs> because she thought chicken chickens are, they are vegetarian. Yeah, we got they both eat grains. We, we got both kinds of meat, chicken and fish. <laughs> oh, oh, it was wow. uh, it was quite awkward to oh explain god, I'm a vegetarian. Funny. And then when we grew close, she's a very nice lady, mm-hmm. but she had never been out of that particular area of North Carolina in her life. Mm. Um, <laughs> so uh, when I I try to explain that you know yeah I'm a vegetarian I don't eat meat or fish or I don't take egg, um, and she uh, then said you know. When we grew close, you actually said, "I'm I'm way too plump and healthy to be a vegetarian." So <laughs> the hits I'm keep on coming. <laughs> they keep. It's fine. I'm a plump exotic, and I'm fine, like a tomato <laughs> or like a like a like a steamed dumpling with soy sauce, you know, for the brown. You t- my listeners just ranting they're going crazy uh when you said there was a light under your bushel one of my listeners says that sounded kinky 
and then we mentioned uh, it's from the Bible, and then one of my listeners said, "Here we go again." We had some, we had some difficulty a few months ago. <laughs> and, oh God! Okay, then, now uh, it was, I, I I went to a Catholic school, so I have some. Oh okay. Yeah. But you uh, you actually say in your act that you're uh, you're you're Hindu, or Hindi? Yes, I am. Is it is it Hindu or Hindi? Hindu. Hindu it is Hindu. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is then? What is Hindi? Hindi is a language uh, which is derived from Sanskrit and Urdu and a little bit of Arabic, but uh, Hindu is a religion, um, and uh, the language. Don't uh, don't in- don't don't uh, don't make me sound stupider than I am, please. No. Don't. Hindu is a religion. That's you about s- it. Hindi is a language. You sound so smart, and I'm like, I just did a fucking parody song about shoveling. I mean, please. Oh, I had to Google that. I didn't know it was LMFAO, and I, I had to like. Oh, that's- I, I'm not smart in many ways. Okay. <laughs> oh, my brother just said I'm more stupid. No, or he's more stupid. I don't know which is it. Uh, so let's. Uh, <laughs> so we've gone around the plane now, around the horn. Um, so you do stand up. How long you been doing stand up? For a little bit over a year now. Very um, good. Probably a year and three months. And we met. I, I think we met for the first time. Actually, coming up on a year. And coincidentally, I'll be there tomorrow night. Um, the Halligan Tavern in De- in Derry. I think that's yes. that's where I met you for the first time. Yes, uh, I was just doing the closing set, and you were one of uh, one of the the, the, the showcase that in before. And uh, I loved your act. You did a, You did a fantastic job. You got a great response that night. Oh, thank you. I uh, I appreciate that. It was I think probably my first time at Halligan. Yeah, um, and and I I really liked it. That's, I, I like Shaskin as well. Oh, I see. That's the, I haven't played that one yet. The Shaskin uh, or Shaskin or whatever. The, I don't even know how they pronounce it. But yeah, is that now the that's for? I don't want to go into booking and everything. But so so you've been doing a year. So you're playing a lot of the a lot of the showcase rooms, a lot of the open mic. Are you working for any of the agents uh, in Boston yet? No, uh, I I just want to like you know do like write better material and do like consistent. You know, have a few consistent good sets and you know try to work on things. <laughs> I, I'm not ready for an agent. I, I don't think I'm nearly good enough for that. Ah, suddenly I sound smarter. That's good. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course you're ready. You're always ready. I mean, my God, I was doing comedy three months and I started working for people because they were dumb enough to pay me. So <laughs> so, so what are, the, what are the clubs that you are performing? Is it mostly New Hampshire? Because I know that you're out, of, you're out of Cambridge, right? Yes. Um, I've performed at Improv Boston. Um, and uh, the comedy studio and a lot of like venues here. Um, like um, there's a new venue in uh, in Jamaica Plain. Um, at it's called the Riot Theater. I performed there. Um, I've performed at Johnny D's um, yep. in Somerville. And uh, like comedy studio, of course, I have a set there tomorrow. And I'm uh, like I perform there uh, approximately once a month. And uh, like a lot of places in and around here. Like basically, if anyone asks me, I say yes. And, uh, <laughs> I go. Yeah. That's the way to be. You got to say yes to everything. So yes. now, in your in your act, now I've I've watched uh, I've I, and I think the the um the Halligan Tavern was the only show that I've ever worked with you on, and that was like almost a year ago. But mm-hmm. as um as I do, as I'm supposed to, I did some research on um on my guests and they come on. And I watched a lot of your act on online. You have a bunch of videos on YouTube, uh, with that what's it, the Boston Chicks, is it? That's probably the only videos of mine that are online. A lot of my videos are in my private um like YouTube account and I don't really 
put anything like online, but in Boston Comedy Chicks, they they publish that under their own what, account, and that's what, probably what you'll see most of the time. What private What private videos do you have? Um, comedy videos. I keep it <laughs> private because oh my god, that kind of sounded a little bit kinky. But that's that's what I was going for, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's um. My job, um, I, I work with customers and, mm-hmm. um, and you know, the nature of my job is such that I don't really talk about my job a lot, but I tend to like not have a big online presence because of my job. Oh, that's right. You know, there are some jobs, I've never had that job. I, I, I have never had somebody go, hey, don't advertise yourself, which is strange. Like teachers, teachers get in a shitload of trouble. When they mm-hmm. post pictures or anything like that, so you, my one of my one of my listeners wants to know if you have a a bushel of private videos. <laughs> oh God! Yes. No, it's just me doing like tech nerdy stuff. Yes, I That's know. all, I think... and it's all comedy and it's all talk, no action. Although I'm trying to do more action. All talk, no action. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like the last four girls I dated before I met my wife. Because she was all action. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really joking that much, really. <laughs> but I tell you what, uh, I'll tell you what, um, Shrilatha, we're gonna actually take our uh, our second break, and we come back because we're running right on time. This is the earliest the show has ever hit the second break. Um, when we come back, I'm gonna see. This should be interesting because uh, you've alluded to a little bit of. Um, <laughs> Um, that you're, you have to kind of, uh, you, you don't know a lot of the, uh, the, 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 the culture, not the local cultures or, or the subcultures or all that. So when we come back, I'm going to, I'm going to play a little game with you to see how much you really wow. know. So it's going to be interesting. All right, ladies and okay. gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. job he's ever had has been a paper route. He runs to mommy and daddy every time he has a boo-boo. On dates, he has the woman cut up his vegetables. He once spent 18 hours in a basement playing World of Warcraft just to get the Scarab Lord achievement. He is the most immature man in the world. I don't often go to bed without supper, but when I do, it's because I've been bad. Stay thirsty, my friend. Hey, this is Ryan Gartley. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. I was on the show. Can you believe it? My wife farted the other night in bed, rolled over, and punched me in the head. This was slightly better. And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me once again, or still, because we have not left, but you didn't go anywhere either, is Shrilatha Rajamani. I got it. I'm getting better at it. I'm getting it better. Oh, that was my brother wants to say something. Walking to the bar in my neighborhood, and it feels like I'm walking in a trench on Hoth. <laughs> yeah, we did that last week. Shrilatha, do you get the Hoth reference? No. No. <laughs> it's, um, I can. I have the Urban Dictionary app. I can start <laughs> putting it. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funnier? My listeners don't type anything. Let's let's see if see if see if uh, it's Rajamani. Uh, see if Shrilatha can actually do it. <laughs> what is Hoth? 
H O T H. This is this is going to be funnier than any game I'm going to play. I'll tell you. Oh right God. Now. What is hot? Okay. Hot. The opposite uh, of cold. <laughs> really? Heat? Hot? No, hoth. H O T H. What is hoth? <laughs> is it like a like a heart? Like a like a cooking area? <laughs> no. Oh, hearth. Mm-hmm. Well, a hearth is that, but yes, but this is hoth. Uh, like a hearth is like the part of a fireplace where you would cook. Yeah. Um, so that's hearth. a hearth, but this is hoth, H-O-T-H. Hoth. Hoth. <laughs> is it like? It's a, it's I don't a, know. It sounds like I should know, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> Science fiction? It is. It is. Like, I don't know. Um, it's from Star Wars, actually. It's ah, it's the okay. planet on the second movie, Empire Strikes Back. It's the opposite of Tatooine, exactly. Um, okay. I'm not going to have her Google Tatooine. <laughs> it's going to be too <laughs> difficult. Hoth is the planet that um, the rebels were on. <laughs> and, uh, oh, okay. And it was very cold. It was a snow planet. The whole planet was snow. Oh, because so George... the name was ironic. Yes, that's, okay. <laughs> that's why. That's... Because George Lucas has got no imagination. He stole everything. <laughs> What's a female tattoo? Stomp it. I don't know what a female tattoo is. It's a female tattoo. I don't I don't know. My listeners just they start going off in their own thing. But I'll tell you what. Since uh since we're on the game thing. Tattoo. Um like tits, tattoo, like, sorry. Tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, like, I know, but for female tattoo, something to do with tits. Oh, tattoo. no, no. <laughs> It's a joke. A, tat- a female tattoo is a tattooine. <laughs> oh, okay. Like ah. he- like hero or heroine. Not to be confused with heroin. But <laughs> where the fuck are we going? Oh my god! I have no idea. <laughs> this is what happens when I write my program fifteen minutes before I start the broadcast. <laughs> I need my Google. I'm being no. honest and not googling anything. All right. but I'm going to do that. <laughs> Face palm. Here's a here's a now uh, here's what we're gonna play a game and maybe you'll get it because I think it's gonna be fun. We're gonna play a game called Sounds Like Sax to Me. <laughs> Ah, now, okay. this is, uh, see, in the American culture, uh, in actually probably around the world, I don't know, maybe around the world, but from the uh, late 50s to the m- m- early 90s, saxophones were featured in a lot of different songs. And now, uh, in the year 2015, which we're in, um, there aren't a lot of saxophones used in songs as much as there were. So what I do is I play a saxophone solo and see if you can guess the song that it's in. Oh my God, I'm going to so fail. <laughs> okay. It's not whether you win or lose, it's how funny it is. <laughs> okay. All right, so here's what we got. So I'm going to put down uh, an S for uh, Trelatha, and I'll pull down LA for my listening audience, and we're going to make this very painless. There's only three. I'm going to do three, and then we're going to... Then we're going to move on because this is too fun for me. <laughs> so uh, the first one is 20 seconds. Uh, the second one is 27 seconds. And the third one is 15 seconds. Now, I will tell you this. You and I are speaking on Skype through a phone, which our communication is almost instantaneous. But because mm-hmm. the listeners are listening either through the devices, tablets, phones, or computers, their internet may be slightly delayed based on the processors. So they could have anywhere from a three to five second delay. That's your advantage. Your disadvantage is there's more of them than of you. 
There is Jason, Kim, Karen, Brendan, and Jay. So there's five listening uh, on Mixler.com uh, because they are capable of the chat. And if you're listening to my website and you do want a live chat, you can just click in the stereophonic box that you're listening to, and it will transport you right over the thing uh, to there. Well, it's, uh, Jason says, I get a handicap since I live in Vermont where internet almost doesn't exist. <laughs> Sex and violence. All you hear on the news today is sex and violence. Oh, really? Really? Sex and violence? Really? <laughs> yeah, we're not playing that. So here's the first one, and see if you can get it. And again, you have 20 seconds. If you know it, just yell it out. And you're on your phone, so you can't Shazam it, which is funny. Wait a minute. Um, how about if I'm on Sri Lanka's side? Oh, it's Sri Lanka's team. Um, bad sacks is better than no sacks. Oh my God. This is just <laughs> programs out of control. All right. Karen would like to volunteer to be on your side, which has never happened on the show before. Oh, uh, thank you, Karen. So would you like, would you like Karen to be your teammate? She's the other, the other listening audience is going to really hate her at this point, but that's all right. So uh, are you accepting Karen on your side? Yes. Yes. I am. I'm needy and I'm desperate. Okay. <laughs> Hence the light under the bushel. Now, <laughs> it's all about callbacks to the show. Okay. Now, the listeners are ruthless. So it doesn't mean Karen said, doesn't mean I'm going to be good. No, it doesn't. Not at all. So I'll put S and K or S and K, not S and K, because that would be SNCC. Okay. So here's the first one. And this one's a little tricky. I had to edit this one a little bit. Here we go. Any ideas? Uh, sounds like a country song. It, <laughs> well, uh, you, um, kind of. Yeah. Uh, no, really. That's really you guys didn't. Nobody getting this so far. And I, I'll tell you what, because nobody actually figures you're you're undersexed. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I'll play it. I'll play it again. Anybody? Because I think Jay got it. Jay, who sings it, by the way? Because you got to name the artist and the song. He got Warren Zevon, which is great, uh, which is correct. But, uh, and, oh, are you excited about Royal? Yes, it's this one. Yes. This is you want to you want to freak out. This is I'm, you got to listen. I'm already freaking out. Well, the lyrics to this song are super disturbing. It's it's like it, this is the actual lyrics. Well, he went to he went to dinner in his Sunday best. Excitable boy, they all said, and he rubbed and he rubbed the pot roast all over his chest. Excitable boy, they all said. Well, he's just an excitable boy. So I'm gonna forego all the excitable boy parts. So it's, he took in the 4 a.m. show at the Clark, and he he bit 
the usher's leg in the dark. And he took little Susie to the junior prom, and he raped her and killed her, and then took her home. This is... And after 10 long years, they let him out of the home and he dig up her grave and built a cage with her bones. Those are the lyrics to excite of a boy. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just disgusting. It is, but it's such a cool song. Like people go, excitable boy, he all said. And they're like, meanwhile, it's about raping and killing. And then he digs her up and makes a cage out of her bones. (laughs) This is like criminal minds with 50 shades of gray. Oh. 50 Shades of Criminal Minds. There we go. Oh, God. Well, you didn't score any points, but Jay got that. And now, here you go, Jay. You know, this game sucks, man. Jay got that game. And of course, you and Karen get this. Okay, moving on. Yeah, you get nothing. All right, this one's 27 seconds, slightly longer, and slightly more saxophony. <laughs> You might be able to Shazam this. <laughs> Anybody? No, it ain't Bollywood. No, it, you're it, it, ain't, it ain't Bollywood. <laughs> I had 15 minutes to prep this show. <laughs> Nobody? Um, it's I, really no. obscure. It's super obscure. It's super. Anyone? Karen, anything? Yeah, and I'll just play it low in the background, but it's like so obscure. <laughs> I want a shirt that says "Innate Bollywood." <laughs> <laughs> I give you a hint. It's a band called Ice House. <laughs> Everything was going so well until I started playing saxophones. That's the way I feel. Yes, like. That's the way I feel. Yes. <laughs> the name of the group. Nobody gets it. Nobody, because I'm moving on. Yeah. You know this no. Okay, moving on. Where do I find this stuff? I have this stuff. <laughs> You'll recognize it now. Electric Blue. It's from the 80s. It was in every, um, what is it? Ted... <laughs> Breakfast Club movies. Who do, I was do. the result of a twinkle in my parents' eye just in oh. the 80s, you know? Oh my, really? Yeah, I was like very young. How old were you in 81? How old were you in 80? We'll do the math. When were you born? What year? Um, 1975. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yep, now you know it. Yep. Yikes. How about then? You'll get this one though, because this was a big song. If you were born in 75, this was a big song. It was huge. Everybody's going to get this. I'm so disappointed. I'm not scoring points for anybody. (laughs) Come on. That's right. Jay may be the winner. Could you be a vision in white? No. Now everybody pumps it up now. Everybody knows that. But, of course, Jay got it first. No, Jay got it. Jay got it first. Nobody got Ice House. It was Aretha Franklin. Freeway of Love. Come on, everybody, sing it. You too, Trilatha. Come on. I don't know this song. I'm so sorry. I don't know about you, but my hands are in the air. I don't give a shit. 
Station. I'm Jenny. I'm... Is that hand breaking? Head breaking? Yeah, head, head nodding. <laughs> you mean like... fist pumping? <laughs> yes, that's one. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with head. It's good. Well, maybe on that show. Head I don't know. Banging. Head banging. You were head, head banging? Yeah. Oh. Rita Franklin. I know of her. I've heard some of her songs, but I didn't know this one. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you say headbanging? Isn't that what it is called? Yes. I well, headbanging is kind of a it's kind of a uh a, a rock thing. Ah. Keep okay. It. So I was then fist bumping. I was then twitching, not twerking. <laughs> I was doing something. You were you were you were keeping the heads ringing. That's what yes. you doing. <laughs> there you go. You know this song? <laughs> you were tweets, twitching, twerking. You were head twerking. This is head twerking. Okay. Has, oh you God. Know, you know what I no, have to do? No. You know what I have to do? I have to take our third and final break. Uh, okay. And when I come back, I'm going to tabulate the scores. And uh, I want to go out to this music because it's awesome, but I can't. So uh, you are listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. <laughs> Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. I work in technology, I suck at sports, and I use Google for everything that I have to know about American culture. Right from Dave Matthews' band to fisting. I did not come from India in a boat with a tiger as my only companion. Um, In my social media profile, I used to say that I was from the land of yoga. And people, when they met me in person, they would be like, No! Where are you really from? I'm actually not very upset that, you know, white America culturally appropriated yoga from India. I kind of feel Americans took yoga from India, okay. Indians took jobs from America, so that kind of makes it equal. And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me, that was, uh, and of course, joining me via uh, Skype is uh, Srilatha Rajamani. And you just actually heard her stand up as well. That's fucking funny. And there's more on that video. I had to chop it down to a minute, which I hated to do because I always got to keep it funny. But my God, is that funny. (laughs) Oh, did I lose you? No, you okay. didn't. I'm okay. still a little bit embarrassed about the things I said. Why? I, they, they, were, they were funny. My listening I mean, audience, what's, what's embarrassing about it? It's funny. <laughs> um, the thing about the chicks' videos, which are online, is that um, 
Well, my family it lives in India, and uh, <laughs> my brother, oh, no. my younger brother. Uh, oh no! I, I, at this point, I want to hire a hitman to kill him because he did this. Whoa, whoa! We're on the, where are the internet. that to my parents. Oh, t- <laughs> who showed it to like my their you know the senior circle, my relatives, <laughs> my, and then my great uncle. The last time I called India, my great uncle uh, calls me on the phone, and he's like, "What is this?" dildo you're talking about (laughs) how do i explain that to my 87 year old great uncle i mean i I wanted to kill my brother well first of all if he's 87 he should have heard of a dildo by now no not an 87 year old indian man he was a sanskrit professor (laughs) well it's got to be in a book somewhere (laughs) no i mean we're kinky but i don't think there's a dildo oh my dear god oh god i don't know well, just the clip I played. No, and, and I, I, I mean, I cut it down and I pulled, I moved some stuff around on you. Um, but I thought the video was hysterical. It's actually you're far funnier than the uh, that the audience actually let you be because the audience was good. But I always say that, like sometimes when comics and and you know, act, well, comics mostly they come on uh, on the show and their clips. Some of the audiences like their clips are funny, but the audience. You know, maybe the audience wasn't as, as laughing or anything like that. Um, but you were actually, you got the audience in a lot of different ways, um, which was hysterical. The only the only problem is that, you know, somebody's now put this on the internet and you have to show your 87-year-old great uncle oh, about yeah. dildos. So, oh, one of my listeners want to know if you have a website. And no, she doesn't, not yet. Uh, but you can find her on Facebook, and because she's a friend of mine, um, and I know that nobody's, and actually your, her name is, I, I posted her name uh, in the uh, in the chat, so you can just copy and paste for you lazy bastards, um, or you can actually just try to figure it out phonetically. It's Srilatha, Srilatha Rajamani, and it's S-R-I-L-A-T-H-A-R-A-J-A-M-A-N-I. There you go. Um, but no, are you are you gonna have a website so that you can post your videos on? <laughs> um, no, I at this point I really don't think so. I I want to write better stuff. Um, like, uh, I mean, there are things that audience respond well to, um, and I I'm I'm okay with that, and you know, talking about myself and the things I do. But I want to really like, you know, like write more stuff. Um, mm-hmm. like have good material like really good material and maybe i'll have a website but i feel like right now maybe after a year you know when i'm when yeah. i'm better have better stuff yeah, well that's fine that's fine i think the stuff that you have is uh, is very good now and thank you so much and, and it's and it's it, it's always difficult because even when I started, I mean, and my brother was online, now he's gone because he's probably out smoking dope or whatever. I don't know. I'm not judging him. I wish I had some dope. Uh, I was offered some dope the other day, by the way. I was, and it was it was a very good dope, and I said no because I was stupid. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but when I first started, there was like my first time I ever went on stage. My dad was in the audience, um, which was great. But then there was a long time where I didn't want anybody that I knew to be in the audience. So it's, it's really, it's my brother was going to a Hoth bar or something. Yes, he was, he was outside walking and he lost his signal. So I can completely understand that. But how, how different is it? Um, like 
like culturally? Can you like you do whatever you want as you know as a stand up, but you still have some parameters with your family and stuff like that. But obviously, your brother showed your great uncle, which was funny. Um, it is not. Uh, but I don't have a great uncle, by the way. I've got I've got a couple mediocre uncles, and actually one <laughs> one's pretty good, but the other one's mediocre. So. Oh, I like that. <laughs> um, it, it's it's not a cultural thing. Uh, mostly, it is a, a lot of the stuff that I try to say. I try to keep it. There are there are things I could say about my work, um, but I don't primarily because you know um, at work, you know, my name is known to certain customers to certain people and I don't want my work to be affected by anything I say or do in comedy so I try to like consciously monitor that so it is not a cultural thing it is more like a more practical thing um and then I have a um I have a daughter she's in high school and uh I'm trying my best not to say anything that will embarrass her right now because <laughs> honestly she is my 401k plan you know I'm going to be totally dependent on her when I'm old and I need to keep her happy. Well, she's in high school, so you're already embarrassing her. Yeah, I am. I you're am. Just, you're I just like a that. parent. That's your thing. You can you can do it. You can't do anything right. You're a parent. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, stop but it. yeah, I, I just try to be mindful of like things related that would. Um, but it is not that my family is in any way like inhibiting anything I say or do. Um, I just try to make it that my work is right. not affected because of comedy because I need the job. <laughs> see but you'll get to the point where see that's very strange i like i've met a lot of comics and i've been doing this a long time and like i think maybe one or two maybe were like oh this is so different from my day job and i'm very different but for the most part it's the two never really conflicted but it's interesting that you have that that border that barrier or that uh, restriction or those parameters i should say it's mm -hmm. really interesting yeah, well, but I need to keep the day job, so um, it pays for comedy. Yeah, so. <laughs> as soon as you as soon as you realize you don't want the day job, you'd be like, "I've been taking dildos all the time." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and then what is Great Uncle gonna do then? And be like, "I finally found out what a dildo is." That's what he's gonna say. <laughs> that was horrible. Well, he'll have to, conversation. This is something you don't hear every day. You'll have to Google a dildo. <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> But I literally Googled fisting because I heard that somewhere and I was like, I didn't know. And my previous Google was Dave Matthews Band because I didn't know about that either. You should clear so, your browser. It's just Yeah. My Google search history is totally messed up. Nobody, um, and nobody's gonna sadly, understand. Uh, like at some point my daughter and I were sharing our iTunes account sometime and at that time all our searches were like like getting, you know, this she would get my searches as well. Yeah. And then one day she asked me, Why are you searching bronies? <laughs> and I was like, I just wanted to know. And uh, she said, why would you want to search for something like that? And so I turned, I said, you know what? You can't be judgmental. You know, you are okay with GSA. You are in GSA in Gay Straight Alliance. You're doing a lot of, you know, stuff. So you can't be judgmental about my interest in bronies. <laughs> and I... I just like totally messed with her until she was like, okay, maybe, you know, I should talk about that to our school's GSA. And I said, don't, because that could affect college. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't even know what a brony is. And I'm just playing ignorant. Once again, we started, I sounded stupid, and now we end, I'm starting stupid. So let's segue out of that. So I'm going to get out of the conversation. Here's what I do of all my uh, my guests in entertainment is I ask the best, worst, and first stories where I ask you to tell me and my listening audience your very first time on stage, that story, then your best story, which is, of course, a really cool story, and then your worst time on stage, which is always the funniest. So if you would... Please, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't bake them. You eat them. Whatever the bronies. I don't know. Stop it. My <laughs> listeners are just jumping all over the bandwagon. So please tell me, my listening audience, about your very first time on stage. Um, that was actually my student showcase. Um, I took a stand-up class at Improv Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, my student showcase was my very first time on stage. Oh, um, cool. So um, yeah, that was like probably the scariest I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Um, I couldn't like retain food like for almost an entire day <laughs> and <laughs> i was like oh oh it was just the most scary and the most exhilarating thing um uh, yeah but i, I love so in other words you couldn't even you keep you couldn't keep any food down you couldn't even keep any bronies down. <laughs> oh no bronies are different they are people who like my little pony <laughs> it's not brownie i think i, I know this oh okay let's move <laughs> No, I couldn't. Um, yeah, I, and and that was like my first time, my worst time on stage. No, wait, you got to do your best time. Oh, my best on yeah, stage. Yeah, always best um, first, then worst, because worst is going to be the funniest. <laughs> so. Okay, the most memorable performance, mm-hmm. uh, my best was, um, so I, I I had a guest spot uh, at Shaskeen Comedy um, in uh, December. Okay. And uh, W. Kamal Bell was the headliner, and uh, uh, Mike Kaplan and Z- uh, Zach Sherwin were the other uh, were the performers uh, mm-hmm. in the lineup, the features featured performers. And I was like the only like guest performer. I was opening. Um, it was and W. Kamal Bell is like my comedy hero. He's amazing, and I love Mike Kaplan. And you know, and for me, that was like I'm so grateful to uh, Nick Lavely for giving me the chance to. Um, for, for that spot because I it's just like if I don't do anything else ever in my life that moment would be like the most amazing for me nice here's, and, my, here's, uh, here's my real quick Mike Kaplan story Mike Kaplan I got Mike Kaplan to open a uh, comedy show in Salem with me middling uh, or me closing and he I knew Mike so long ago I knew Mike when he wasn't funny <laughs> like he was god awful he was god awful, and uh, then he got then he figured out who he was and he took off. So, but I'm glad uh, that you had a, that was it sounds very good. That, you know, on that show with Debbie Kamal Bell and all that, and Mike Kaplan, mm-hmm. that's a very good thing. So now, of course, you said your first time where you were scared and it was your first time, but you really enjoyed it, and your best time, which was fantastic, where you shared the stage with some national acts, and now tell us about the worst show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um- the worst show was um, the worst because it was, uh, I literally, like the mic fell apart in my hands. This was at the comedy studio mm-hmm. last month. Um, and I was trying something new in my opening uh, because, um, you know, uh, I was like trying to get more physical in my opening. Uh, I'm trying to do that more now. I'm trying to incorporate more physical stuff in my, um, in my uh, set. And as I was like, bowing down for something um the mic literally fell apart (laughs) 
and and uh, like like literally like the top and the bottom like and then somehow i had to put it together while talking and this was at the comedy <laughs> studio where i'm always nervous because you know it's you know so many great people perform there i'm always in no, awe of that place not, not a lot of great people have performed there but can continue the story <laughs> <laughs> but I, for me, that's like, and I had to keep talking. Somehow I managed to like put it together and made a joke about, you know, me being a tech person. That's why I'm able to fix it. And the audience was with me because I think I was like talking throughout while trying to do it. But I can tell you this. I'm, it's like, I, I, if I dream about it, I wake up and I start sweating because that was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um yeah, and and the whole set was uh, it went well, but I had to change a lot of stuff because some of some time was lost you, when yeah. I dropped the mic. So <laughs> it was just yeah, get all bounced around. It's funny. Yeah, but the set went well. The audience was so warm, and everything went well in the end. But you know, it's still my worst moment when things just fall apart. I'm not good with those things. You know. Well, I got to tell you, every time I've ever been at the comedy studio, it's been my worst moment. I am not a Cambridge guy. I've never been a Cambridge guy, never fit in right. It's, I've never liked the audiences there. I just just never worked out. I, and there were a lot of comics that that if you said, fuck it, Knicks, you were dirty. But if you said, fuck it, catch a rising star, you were clever. And I never subscribed to that, that whole, you know, that clicky Cambridge-y. And the studio's kind of like that, too. It's still kind of clicky. I mean, there are some people that work other stuff. But mm -hmm. the best part about what is this? <laughs> the best part of Cambridge is being able to look back at the Boston skyline from Memorial Drive. That's that's true. <laughs> that's true. The great thing about Cambridge, you get a view of Boston. No, <laughs> but I just and I'm and I'm glad that I, I, and it's a great room. A lot of people have great sets there, and it's just you know I would like to see the room to be. Yeah, I am a Boston snob, by the way. I am, um, but I would like to see. Uh, you know, acts that can do both, you know, because there's always been the catch and the Cambridge comics who can do some outside rooms, but not a lot of comics that, you know, I mean, there's, there's both, but that's, that's, you know, oh, by the way, I totaled up the scores and uh, Jay Velotka, um scored two and everybody else got fucking zero. So <laughs> that's why I've reduced the game. I used to do five and it was painful. So now I just do three. It's much easier. But uh, oh, when you do Bollywood, I will call you and yeah. I'll win all the points. You know yeah. something? I actually had this. You probably would have known this because I, I used to, I played this. You know, some, this is the only thing I got. This would be under um, free sample and it would be under the, 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 the where are you? Where are you? I know what I got to do. Uh, S P E A R S. There we go. How about this one? Oh, there we go. It's 33. 33. I have everything cross cross manipulated. This is a, I should have died. I just thought of it because you said Bollywood. And uh, you know this song? Oh, where is it? This one? Baby, can't you see? I'm so do you know this song? By Britney Spears? No. No. It's not Bollywood. No, um, no. Britney Spears. It's Britney Spears. It's toxic. She's a blonde girl. Um, she has shaved head. Uh, yeah, for a little bit, yeah. Ah, okay. But she actually sampled that song from this song. Oh, I know that song. 
Bere Meri Beach Me Oh that's an old song It is It's from the 19th Like very old 80s 90s I don't know Yeah 80s. it's by uh, Lat, uh, Lata Lata Man- Mangeshka Mangeshka yeah <laughs> Fucking weird See I should have played this game <laughs> <laughs> There you go Yes. Yeah. So it was a crappy love story, but it, the songs were good. It was a terrible love story, apparently, from what I've done the research on. But she actually sampled some of that song for Toxic. Oh, okay. Yeah, because when she goes, when you hit, here's the sample. This is them put together. I put them both together. <laughs> see? <laughs> Why? Bollywood is in, baby. I don't know. I don't know how else to say that. <laughs> Bollywood is in. So speaking of that, where are you uh where are you gonna be, Shrilatha? Uh Shrilatha Rajamani. Where are you gonna be coming up? You're at the comedy studio uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow at the comedy studio. So that's uh um, February twelfth. And uh then next Wednesday I'm at actually I was at a I was supposed to be doing MIT comedy yesterday, but they had to close down because of the snow. Um so I'm hoping to get back there sometime soon but next week i'm also performing in maggie's lounge it's in quincy oh, okay yeah um and uh and after that i will be uh having uh i'll be going to halligan um halligan tavern after that and that is going to be in the first week of march and then I'm again to the comedy studio um i'm like and i have a couple of other um like like i perform at improv boston for the people show so okay a few others, but I don't, I'm not really good at posting these things on Facebook either. Oh, because your job. Uh, yeah, no, my, my job doesn't, I, I, for the longest time, my, my Facebook was under a different name uh, and like an <laughs> assumed name. Well, you're, um, I, I was going to ask you about that because your Facebook is, is not your name. No, Lucy May, um, it's on wait, the Plum, no, Plum Austin, because yeah. I like PG Woodhouse, the British writer, and I like Jane Austen. So I kind of combined their names. I, it sounds so bad. I should have had something cooler. No, it's, um, it's very cryptic. And if somebody has to ask you about it, then it's very interesting as well. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't I really want to be searched under my name. Um, I, it's just that um, I, I write for my company's Facebook. Um, I, 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 I don't even have Twitter because I write for my company's Twitter. And, um, and so, you know, um, and I deal with uh, customers um, uh, because I'm in product management, and mm. uh, so I don't really. Uh, that's why everything is so cryptic. Right. Well, I'll tell you this: uh, based on the stand-up, and based on this conversation, and based on the stuff I've seen you do on stage, and based on my listening audience, uh, you definitely should get a website. You should say, uh, you know, the job, job, whatever. I don't really need, and you should cut out and you should just do your stuff because you're super funny, and uh, we need to see more of you. And that's what I thank think. you so much, Mark. I really appreciate that. You're welcome, and thank you for coming. Uh, thank you for calling in tonight. And uh, it was been a been a great show. And uh, I hope to see you around the comedy circuit. Yeah, I hope to see you too. Uh, stay warm, and uh, yeah, um, have a good night. All right, you too. Take care. Thank you, Shrilatha. Bye bye. Thank you, Mark. Bye. That was Shrilatha Rajamani. Uh, very funny. Uh, not just in the stand up, but <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, she's almost too nice to like fuck with. It's like that's the funniest part. She seemed nice. Even when she didn't know something, she was still very funny about it. She's like, oh, I know. And of course, I play that song. She's like, oh, I know that song. That's funny. So, 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to keep with the uh, tight time, time, time. Um, I will tell you this. Tomorrow night, February 12th, I will be at in Derry, New Hampshire, if I can make it up there, you know, provided the snow or whatever, uh, at the Halligan Tavern. I'm making my triumphant return uh, to that club. Very, very fun club. So if you're in the Derry, New Hampshire area, please come by and see me. Uh, Friday night, February 13th, I will be at the Seasons Grill in Manchester, Vermont, very close to uh, one of my listeners, Jason. Um, so I'll be there, and I'm spending. I think I'm spending the night up there because it's a, it's a haul and a half. And then, of course, February fourteenth, all Valentine's Day, I'm working and in Waterville, Maine, driving from Manchester to Waterville, because uh, there's no great highways that go west or east in New Hampshire or Vermont. They're all terrible. Um, but I'll be at O'Brien's Event Center, uh, located in the uh, Best Western, I believe it is. Um, and then Friday, and then, I'm sorry, Sunday, uh, my wife and I, uh, we are going to be doing a private, well, actually, I think it's public. I actually think it's a public show. Um, we're doing the public show, Dining in the Dark, where you get to eat with a blindfold on. And it sounds really cool. Uh, but guys, thank you so much for joining me. Next week, uh, my guest will be Giovanni Albaliso. Albaliso, that's it. Um, but if, again, if you want to be a sponsor, a guest, email me, regardless at gmail.com. And uh, my name is Mark Scalia. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you soon. This has been Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuis. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2015. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.